This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Um, here tonight. This is, uh, and I'm going to entitle this Winding Down While Winding Up. You know, December is a uh, very special month, of course, and it's where the old year is winding down and coming to a close, but at the same time, uh, the new year is winding up. Uh, there's a, it's fast approaching, and there is a growing. Uh, with the old year, uh, it's fast becoming a past experience. And the new year uh, is fast approaching, and there's a growing uh, expectation over the future. Could you agree? And if we're not careful, uh, we're prone to too much winding down and maybe not enough winding up. Uh, John, the uh, 12th uh, chapter, uh, I've seen this fundamental principle work in my life. I've seen it uh, in being responsible, uh, not for, but to other people's lives. Uh, I've seen this work in other people's lives as well. So it's not, uh, thank God that it's not just um, singular in my own experience, but I've seen it in other people's lives. And I ran across this, John 12th chapter, and I had heard it first by the Spirit of God, but I had never seen it or found it so concisely written in the Word of God until now. And so I want to, uh, share it with you. It is, and it's re- simply revisiting a fundamental, foundational truth or principle. Principle works all the time for everyone. Amen. Uh, and a truth is true all the time for everyone. Amen. Uh, and this is a fundamental principle and truth for of spiritual life and natural life. Uh, wouldn't then couldn't. Everybody say, wouldn't, wouldn't. Then, couldn't. then couldn't. Now, Jesus is preaching here. You do realize that Jesus was a preacher and a teacher. Yes. Amen. Uh, and they would come, people would come to a meeting, just like you come to a meeting, and they would come uh, to hear. One, one place that's very interesting says, they came to hear and to be healed. Amen. Uh, Jesus' assignment was, uh, uh, as the Prince of Peace and the Prince of Wholeness, was to heal people and make them whole. Amen. I thank God that those that terminology is in the Bible. Words are exacting. Words are powerful. Words have tremendous uh, meaning. We work with words. Jesus, in preaching and teaching, worked with words. Uh, he still does. The words precede the works of God. The words of God precede. They come first before the works 
of God. Amen. Anyway, uh, Jesus is preaching here, and it said that uh, he said all this, and then he went into hiding. Now, it's because they were going to kill him, or wanted to kill him. Uh, but you'll find this about uh, about God. God will say a thing, then he won't say nothing. He'll wait and see what you do with what he said. Praise the Lord. Now, we need to be careful that we don't get used to not hearing anything. That we, get, that we become accustomed to the silence. Because it won't be silent for very long that uh, uh, someone else will talk to you. Anyhow, uh, it says, Then he went in high. Now, all these God signs he had given them, and they still didn't get it, still wouldn't trust him. This proved that the prophet Isaiah was right. God, who believed what we preached, who recognized God's arm outstretched and ready to act. First, they wouldn't believe, then they couldn't. Now, here's the principle. First, uh, they wouldn't believe, then they couldn't. Amen. Now, uh, first they wouldn't, then they couldn't. Now, the context of this is the message. What, what we preach. Isaiah is saying what we preached. The Word. Uh, and also, uh, hearing uh, who believed what we preached. And we know that believing is first comes after hearing, right? You cannot believe unless you hear. You can't hear unless you have a preacher. Amen. That's the way that things work. Now, uh, so the context is over the message that what was preached, the word, and also who recognized God's arm outstretched and ready to act. Can you see uh, how this uh, works here again? Same thing. The word is preached and then God's arm is outstretched, ready to act where his works are concerned. First the word, then the works. Sometimes we wonder, well, why isn't God working in my life? Well, where's God's word in your life? Because he only works with his word. He only does what he says he will do. Amen. And we, it's, but the issue here is who has believed it, amen, and who recognized. Everybody say who. Well, that would be you, that would be me, amen. The who in here, we need to in, inject ourselves into the Bible here. Now, um, wouldn't, now couldn't. Now, now, what's he talking about here? It goes down further. It says this, their eyes are blinded, their hearts are hardened, so they wouldn't see with their eyes and perceive with their hearts and turn to me, God, so that I could heal them. So, uh, what was it that they wouldn't do? They wouldn't come to Jesus, hear his words, and hear what we preach, recognize God's arm, outstretched and ready to act, be healed and or helped by God. Wouldn't see uh, uh, and turn to Jesus. Wouldn't see and perceive. Turn to Jesus God so that I could uh, heal them. Now think about this now. See, God, does God want us, is God speaking? Does God want us to hear? Does God want us to believe? Why is that? So that He can heal us and help us. Can you see the connection there? Amen. Now, uh, why uh, would 
this be true that first we wouldn't and then we uh, and then we couldn't see whenever we develop an unwillingness towards his words develop a wooden within the devil takes advantage of the wooden just as he did he took advantage of the wooden in them and he caused they couldn't for them you need to hear what i'm telling you tonight he made, see, the devil makes it easier, for these people he made it easier and easier to take the path of least resistance. By causing increasing resistance, so it's easier not to come to him, easier than not to hear his words, and then it's easier for him to cause them not to uh, experience God's healing and God's help. Now, what else is that issue here? Believing the report, the message preached, and recognizing uh, or the, and revealing or the revelation. The number, uh, we can see two things that are a condition of the first they wouldn't and then they couldn't. Number one, their eyes are blinded. They're in the dark. Now, why, how would it be in the dark? They would be without the revelation or without the light. Remember, the Bible says that God's Word is a light onto our path. It is... Are you listening? Have you noticed even with your natural eyes that your natural eyes are, are, are created to uh, conduct and to assimilate and to work with light? And, you know, I mean, uh, there's never not any light, say. We're not in total darkness. That's reserved for eternity. Are you listening? Total light and total darkness. Absolute light and absolute darkness are, are reserved for eternity. Here you have... Uh, you have uh, you have a greater light, and you have what the Bible calls a lesser light. And it's interesting their eyes, even the natural, are made to adjust. And and it, it said so we don't even have to work at it; we just adjust. Yeah. We just adjust and adjust and adjust. It gets lighter and brighter and brighter, and we adjust. It gets darker, dimmer and dimmer, and darker and darker, and we adjust. Both ways. Amen. It's just a natural uh, thing. It says, though, that their eyes are blinded. Now, who? Now, now, does God blind people? Well, that would be the work of the devil then, wouldn't it? Again. Now, Jesus, uh, in one translation, it says, while you have the light, believe in the light, so that you will become people whose lives show the light. Amen. Let me say something here now. Uh, we could say it this way. While you have the word being preached and revealed, take advantage of that mm-hmm. while you have it so that your lives will show uh, that word and that revelation. Amen. Number two, it says their hearts are hardened. So they wouldn't see with their eyes and they wouldn't perceive with their hearts. Again, a hard heart, a hard heartedness here is in the context of the wouldn't, the unwillingness, specifically to the Word of God. The context here, we have to keep everything in context, specifically to the preaching of the Word of God, the message, amen, what God's wanting to do. God does everything through the uh, preaching and teaching of His Word, everything. God does nothing apart from the preaching and teaching of His Word. Nothing. Praise the Lord. Anybody? Yes. Now, uh, now, first, again, first they wouldn't, then they couldn't. Now, by not taking advantage of the God opportunity, 
Uh, and you think about this, the God opportunity that God gives each and every one of us uh, every day. Amen. We have the Word of God. We have the Bible. Amen. You've got a good church to come to. There's a podcast. There are CDs available. Uh, you have 24 hours in a day. Everybody gets the same equal amount of resource to work with. All of us have t- the equal amount of time. We all have gifts and talents and energies and uh, abilities from God. Amen. Can, do you have eyes to see? Ears to hear? A mouth to speak in prayer? Praise the Lord. You're in pretty good shape then. Amen. All right. Uh, but by not taking advantage of the God opportunity, uh, then we become taken advantage of, we create an opportunity and open an opportunity for the enemy to take advantage of us. Now, he's not confused about what he's after. See, we're first distracted and then deceived. We're first distracted from the truth and from the revelation, from the preaching and teaching of God's Word. Uh, See, if the Bible by itself was going to get the job done, their Bible is the number one best-selling book in the world. Their Bible's everywhere. You go to Walmart, their Bible's in Walmart. I saw some there today. Are you listening? Amen. Uh, The availability of the Bible. And if the Bible, the Word of God, standing alone by itself, it is the answer, absolutely. But if it was going to do the... The job it wouldn't. See, it is the spoken word of God through preaching and teaching. Uh-huh. Yeah. Who has believed what we have preached? Yes. Yeah. Amen. Are you listening? Because it doesn't come alive but in the heart of the preacher and the hearer. Amen. Jesus is the master preacher. He's the master teacher. The Holy Spirit is. But by itself, it's nothing. Are you listening? You understand what I'm saying? The, uh, seriously, the world treats it as nothing by itself. It's when it comes alive when it becomes revealed by the Holy Ghost through the preaching and teaching of the Word of God. Amen. Now, listen. When they practice, we're talking about these people in the Bible. Everybody say, thank God he's not talking about me. Uh, we're talking about the people that Jesus is talking about. Amen. He said that. He said these people. All right. It says, listen, when they practice not listening, they experience not hearing. Now, if you're not listening, it's, the equation is very simple. You don't hear. Now, what if you don't hear? Well, Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, says this, the first verse, if you listen to the voice of God, everybody say the voice of God, your God, and heartily obey, all these blessings will come down on you and spread out beyond you because you have responded to the voice of God. Now, let me ask you, is preaching and teaching? In preaching and teaching, is God's voice in it? If it's not, you better get somewhere where it is. If you'll listen, now listen, here's another translation. If you'll listen closely to the voice of the eternal, all the following blessings will be yours. In fact, they'll chase after you if you listen to what He tells you. Now, let me make a simple observation uh, as uh, a shepherd and as an assigned shepherd. Uh, I see some slipping and some drifting from the listening and the diligent uh, hearing. Now, Hebrews 2 and verse 
number one. Now, that's my job. That's my job. I mean, you know, I've got two little dogs. If they get too far up close to the road, I'm aware of where they are, even in natural things. I'm going to tell you something, you know, uh, having a shepherd's uh, uh, heart, we're, we're, we don't know people just naturally. We know people spiritually. Amen. My, I, I'm, I'm to watch over your soul. Now, I'm not going to micromanage your life and all that kind of stuff, but I'm making a simple observation. Are you listening? Simple observation. As a, a shepherd, I see some slipping and some drifting. Hebrews 2 and 1 in the uh, King James. So just want you to listen to this. You know, turn there. It says, Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. Since all, the Amplified Bible says, Since all this is true, what we've just talked about, we ought to pay much closer attention than ever to the truths that we have heard lest in any way we drift past them and slip away. You know, it's amazing to me that some people have gotten past, they've grown past Wednesday night. They've grown past a Sunday night. It's only going to happen one time. Amen. We're not going to cover the same material twice. We're not going back over the same things. You know, we're not, we're, we're not here to... Uh, I'm not handing out crayons... And coloring books anymore. Amen. Praise God. Amen. But we drift past these things. We're mature enough now that uh, we don't need uh, to hear. My goodness. Anyway. Um, since we, in any way we drift past them and slip away. See, how is it that when we first get saved and there's such a hunger and a thirst and we're there every time the door opens and we, and we just crave and desire the sincere milk of God's Word, then after a while we just have outgrown that. We're just beyond that now. I'm making an observation, asking a simple question. Amen. Uh, for me... Uh, Boy, there's just this thing on the inside about a more earnest desire, more earnest and diligent seeking. There's a deeper uh, revelation in my heart of the power of the Word of God and its necessity in my life. Amen. Now, for this reason, we must pay much closer attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. Have you ever heard, Pastor Sandy, uh, or read it in your Bible, not to forsake the assembling of yourselves together? And so much the more. I wish they wouldn't put those words in there, so much the more. You know, we want to shout about the more, but we don't, uh, the reward, but we don't want to do the more requirement. Amen. Uh, but this is much closer, much more, closer attention, much more. God's Word, that was the uh, New American uh, Standard, says, pay much closer to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. God's Word says, then we won't drift away from the truth. Uh, the Jubilee Bible says, therefore it is necessary, everyone say necessary, necessary, that we with more diligence keep the things which we have heard so that we do not fall. I like uh, um, 
here's the message Bible that says it's crucial. Everyone say crucial. That we keep a firm grip on what we've heard so that we don't drift off. Young's Little Translation, this is my favorite. Now, this is, gonna, this is one of those things you would put on a sign or something. Because it's, you know, it says, because of this, it behooveth us. Everyone say behooveth. behooveth. Us more abundantly to take heed to the things heard. Now, listen. Lest we glide aside. I see some gliding aside. Now listen, let them slip means to run out as leaking vessels. Now I've observed this, that it just seems that the extra effort towards listening and hearing is, is suffering some slippage around here. I, I, you know, I know people that, I mean, they made the extra effort, had to drive, had to do this, whatever, and they were, and made the extra effort. They're not making the extra effort anymore. It's uh, slipping. You know, Jesus is willing to allow, like in these people's lives, the choice and the consequences, and willing to let us learn the lessons that choices have consequences. But He would not have us come up short or fall short of the glory of God through missing the mark of the diligent listening and hearing God's voice for ourselves. I believe that He would have us uh, have the right attitude and action out of a revelation of the Word of God. An attitude that the Word of God and action towards the Word of God, uh, the Word that God is speaking. Psalms 119, I want to turn over there in the Message Bible. Oh, Pastor, it's Christmas. Yes, and you're getting a gift tonight. Because sometimes if we're not careful, we wake up where we never intended to be. Psalms 119, uh, and in 129, it says, Every word you give me is a miracle word. How can I help but obey? Break open your words and let the light shine out. Let ordinary people see its meaning. Now, here's a prayer of David, some statements from David. Uh, the breaking open of God's Word is in the preaching and teaching of God's Word. Now, listen. He says, Mouth open and panting, I wanted your commands more than anything. Now, I believe this, that... that here we, again, you see the principle of requirement and reward. I don't believe that every word of, every, uh, word is a, every word of God is a miracle word. Listen, uh, I believe it's only a miracle word when we want that word of God, that God is speaking more than we want anything else. You know, it doesn't happen for us just automatically. It's, you know, I mean, somehow, you know, that I can just, you know, it's all mine. I'm living under the promise. It's all mine. No, it's not. There's no effort in that. Are you listening? Amen. Every word that God gives you, that God is speaking. 
Mouth open and panting, I wanted your commands more than anything. Now, as a shepherd, I want to give you a gentle reminder and perhaps a nudge, maybe even a little prod from shepherd's staff tonight. Let you check your life. See if you be what the Bible says, in the faith. That's a scripture. You can go search it out. If you don't have a concordance, buy one. It will help you in your diligent search for God. See if you be in the faith. Now listen, more importantly, see if you be in this faith. See, this faith that I'm talking about uh, tonight. Because I definitely, listen, I definitely want to be the leaven that leavens the lump this way versus you be the leaven. I'm not being mean now, but versus this attitude that we're dealing with and action uh, of slippage become the leaven that leavens me. Because I told the Lord, when he, I mean, you know, I couldn't write this down fast enough in prayer this morning. I said, God, that's kind of stout. And he said, well, he said, you want to hear, you want to know the strong God, you're going to have to be willing to hear some strong things. Anyhow, moving right along. Uh, check your life to see if you be in the faith, but not just any faith, in this faith, the faith of this house. The faith that this shepherd, are you listening, is living in. That God is speaking to this shepherd and speaking to you, for you. See if you be in that. Well, I just, you know, I just, I'm not that committed. Well, you know, you might want to reconsider that in the years that we're living in. You might want to get planted. I mean, you might really want to look at your life. You might really want to reconsider that. Amen. You know, I love you. We'll minister uh, to you, whether you're around the periphery or you're right smack dab up in the middle of all of it, you know, I mean, ministry, the word's going to go out. Which reminds me, let's go to uh, Mark, the fourth chapter. Look at some scriptures uh, here. Now, uh, again, this is fundamental to all. We're just visiting a few fundamentals here, maybe stringing a few of them together that would be helpful for us. Uh, tonight, Jesus uh, had got done teaching uh, and speaking. Again, we're going to see this tie-in right back to where we started from in John. First they wouldn't, then they couldn't. All right, uh, And he talked about the parable of the sower, and he said this in verse 9, He who has ears to hear, let him be hearing, and let him consider and comprehend. The message Bible says, Are you listening? Are you really listening? And then he goes uh, down here in uh, verse uh, 12. Let's read this real quickly. Uh, well, let me say verse 11. He said, And to them, to you has been entrusted the mystery of the kingdom of God, that is, the secret counsels of God which are hidden from the ungodly. But for those outside of our circle, everything becomes a parable. Now, I don't know about you, but I read a scripture like that and I think, what a privilege, what a miracle that God has allowed me to draw near to Him. Why would I, why would I choose to forego that in my life? Why would, why would that not be the obsession and pursuit of my life to know Him, to draw near to Him, that I can come near to Him 
and that He has said, I've given this to you. I want you to know. I want to speak to you today from my word and show you great and mighty things. How could, how could I fall to such a degree, are you listening, back to a natural person that, uh, you know, living just consumed with the naturals of this life, that, that that means nothing to me. Now listen, this isn't out of context here. Listen, he said, in order, he said, the reason why I talk in parables, he said, in order that they may indeed look and look, but not see and perceive. Because it's just a casual glance. You don't really want to know. <clears throat> and may hear and hear, but not grasp and comprehend, lest haply they should turn again. And it their willful rejection of the truth, their, their wouldn't, listen, should be forgiven them. Now, now hear the heart of God here. He says, listen. He said, it, the door swings both ways. If you want to know, I want you to know. But if you don't want to know, he goes, now listen, be careful. Your wouldn't will turn into your couldn't. He's talking about the same thing. The, the reference here is Isaiah, the sixth chapter. Same reference. Amen. He says, he said, if you're just satisfied with coming to church and hearing a pretty story, or you're satisfied with watching the TV once in a while, are you listening? And your pastor's in, you know, California. Honey, move there. Get somewhere where they can see you face to face. Amen. Jesus didn't send a DVD. He didn't send a video. Are you listening? He came down and lived among us. And he chose 12 guys to live with them and be face to face with them. That's how you change the world, honey. It's Hollywood stuff. Anyhow, moving right along. Oh. And he said to them, Do you not discern and understand this parable? How then it is possible for you to discern and understand all the parables? So this is a fundamental thing that he's talking about here. We've taught about this before. But I'm going to pull it into the context of tonight as your shepherd. Amen. Or as a shepherd. You know, it may not be yours. You need one, but anyhow. <clears throat> What's Jesus saying? Uh, he goes on down here. He says, the sower sows the word. Do you understand that we're working with the word here? That we are working with the word. The fundamental, basic understanding is that we're working with the word of God. The word that God is speaking here. That's only what we're working with. That's it. We're working with the word. You're not going to see God's work in your life if you're not working with the word that God is speaking. And if there's not an attitude and an action towards that word, that it is a miracle word. And I want that and need that more than anything. Praise the Lord. Now, uh, now he, understand who he's talking. Who, who is it being opened up to? Who are these ordinary people that's being up, opened up to? He said, for those that it doesn't really matter, it doesn't really matter. They just get the story. But for the people, and this is the context, they asked him, tell us what it means. Break open so us ordinary people can understand. Break it open. And he said, now to you, you're blessed because I'm going to do that for you. Because you want to know, I'm going to help you to know. 
Now, now listen, their want to know meant they had left everything else in order to get this one thing. That, there was everything. They forgo, they for, everything else was a foregone conclusion. This is no comparison to the opportunity to walk with Him and talk with Him and hear what He has to say. This is, I leave anything and everything and everyone behind to hear Him. See, but if you just look at this casually, then you know, you don't understand who he is addressing here. He said, unto you. Who is the you? Who is the you? These guys. These people. We're happy to let Isaiah, these people. What about these guys? What about the want to crowd? I don't want to be in the, I, I wouldn't, now I couldn't. I'm in the, I'm, I'm a wood. <laughs> Hallelujah. I got to hurry. All right. We're working with the word. Let me ask you, is the word falling on the first kind of ground, on hard ground? Robbed before, immediately stolen, before the word even has a chance? Listen, it, 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 th- these people are not even listening. They know the word's... You know, yeah, Jesus is preaching. Yeah, they're having church. Yeah, whatever. But it doesn't matter to the degree whether you come or don't come anymore. It doesn't matter whether you hear it or, or not. Well, now listen. Listen, what's it say? Immediately the devil steals the word from you. Immediately. You don't get it. You don't get it. Amen? Isn't that what it said? It said hearing and hearing and hearing, they don't get it. They've heard and heard and heard, but we're slipping. Anyhow, the next uh, category is the word falling on stony ground, rocky soil. Let me say this, easily offended, easily off-ended. The devil's making it difficult for you to receive the word. Making it difficult, your receiving of the word. There's increasing troublings and arguments and reasonings. One of the best one that uh, he used, let me give you, let me give you, you know, I mean, some people are just, he just picks them off with, you know, I'm tired. I work hard. Well, you're going to keep working hard. You're going to keep being a slave. You're never going to be free because you're never going to hear the truth. You're never going to be the head. You'll always be the tail. Somebody's going to lord over you. Do you understand that? And it's not going to be the Lord if you're too tired for the Word of God. You don't have to believe for some super on your natural. Just that simple. Amen. Hmm? You need crayons right now? No. You need somebody to help you. Now listen. Uh, these are some of these things we should already know. We shouldn't have to be being taught these things again. Now, but here's here's one that's more prevalent. Now, see there, you've obeyed God. And look where and what that's got you. You just got even more trouble, and the Lord understands. And we'll get offended with God and say, you know what, Lord, if you'd fix my life, I could obey you. It's like the Lord says, if you would obey me, I could fix your life. But we're going to do it my way. Amen. Have you ever realized that God doesn't, He doesn't care if you pitch a hissy fit? Right. After the fit's done, He goes, are you done? We're still going to be my way. Yes, 
We're still going to, I'm still going to, my way is the only way that works. Isn't that right? Now listen, is the, uh, you know, and, and this is, you need to understand. See, you, you, you know, uh, people that got rocky lives, you know, they're unstable. Rock, you know, <laughs> their relationship with God is rocky. Because the devil easily tips them over, they get mad at God. God didn't do what I wanted him to do when I wanted him to do it. So, you know, I'll just back off. Well, that ain't going to get you anywhere. Just backed off. You're drifting. You're slipping. Amen. When the pressure's on, press in. Amen. You either back off or you break through. One or the other. Those are the only two choices. Now, is the word uh, falling on the thorny ground? Let me ask you this. Are you in the weeds? You know the saying, in the weeds? <laughs> they got off in the weeds. Is your life in the weeds? Let me give you some qualifications here. Amen. I mean, this is Jesus teaching here. All right. Uh, see, uh, they're dealing, so having distraction and then deception. Uh, dealing with the, the cares of this life, the curse is choking out the blessing. Consumed with the cares of the natural life. It's just choking out. And now there's no room for the word to produce. Too busy. Too busy. Are you listening? Busy making money. Let me tell you something. Jesus said this. That we cannot serve two masters. Now under the curse you serve money. Under the blessing money serves you. We cannot serve two masters, God and mammon. We serve God, and mammon serves us. Now, uh, or is the word finding a prepared and a position to receive heart and mind? A heart that's living under the promise, and it's a live promise that today, if you hear His voice, harden not your heart. This revelation, that I love this in the uh, Message Bible, over in the fourth chapter. This is Jesus' answer to the devil. And it's very, uh, very telling, very revealing. Um, let me get to Matthew um, over and forth. <clears throat> when he was being tempted by the devil and uh, with natural bread and he was hungry, He'd been fasting 40 days and nights. It says, it takes more... Jesus answered him by quoting Deuteronomy. It takes more than bread to stay alive or natural provision to stay alive. He, listen, it, he said this. It takes a steady stream of words from God's mouth. Amen. Amen. A steady stream. Did you, did you, did you notice that this... Uh, that we have now the now the uh, the drought has not ended. We're still we've got some rain, but we went so long without. Are you listening? We didn't have a steady, but we had very intermittent uh, uh, wa- water falling from the sky. And I'll tell you what: all the all the surface stuff dried up. Amen. See, it takes a steady stream. Because if it only rains on you every once in a while, if you only hear what God is saying once in a while, are you listening? If 
It takes a, it takes a steady stream. Amen. And I'm going to tell you what now. You can, you can get to a place where you get so dry, and then even if you get in a downpour, it just runs off the top of you because the ground's so hard. It's better to have this steady, you know, uh, uh, light rain and just have it a couple of times, once a week, and keep the soil moist and ready and prepared. Amen. See, we're, see now listen, we're talking about revelation here. A heart that has a revelation. We don't live by bread alone, but by, by the steady stream of words that come. Also a revelation. Every word is a miracle word because I want that word more than I want anything else. We also live in a revelation that the seed is... This is a, a good heart. Uh, li, that the seed is what I need. Every harvest here. I'm talking about here in this large wealthy place. In the large wealthy place. Every harvest comes from seed. We're no longer in a place where God does it for me. We're in the place where God and me work together with seeds that, that produce harvest. And I want to show you, did you bring my little seed jar? These are, 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 these are January peas. These are black-eyed peas. I know that, you know, immediately, don't wonder what they're black-eyed peas. And you immediately go to thinking, uh, on, you know, January folks have black-eyed peas. Amen. I love, how many of you like black-eyed peas? Amen. Well, uh, the seed is what we need. God always gives us seed. If we don't see it the same way that God sees it. Remember it says, we're working with the Word. What did He say the Word was? The seed that the, that the sower works with. If you don't work with the Word as seed, then it's just bread. Yeah, that's right. Amen. Then we're still trying to go out and gather up manna. This is how God did it. He gave me black-eyed peas. Oh, bless the Lord. He give me some black-eyed peas. All right. Now, here's the thing. If I wouldn't treat this as seed, there's going to come a day that I cannot, are you listening, have it as a harvest. If I treat it as a harvest, this is all there is. Yeah. This is it, honey. Yeah. See, people are sort of just living in what they've heard and then let that slip. Mm-hmm. Hmm? I mean, we're hearing a thing now, everything, think and seed. Everything is seed. I don't see this as, I'm going to have, you know, black-eyed peas. I love black-eyed peas and I'm going to have black-eyed peas to eat. You're not going to have black-eyed peas to eat but one time if you don't see the seed. If you can't see the seed then this is the only harvest you're ever going to get. And those that wouldn't, are you listening, came to a place that they couldn't. Because here's the thing about God, you know. If you don't do anything with what He does give you, you don't get no more. He expects you to do something with what He has given you. And He rewards you with more. Amen. And if you take what the little seed that He does give you and hide it and don't do anything with it, it'll be taken from you. Now, who will take it? Not just the Lord. He just says, don't give Him anymore. Well, even what little bit you had, are you listening? Will be stolen from you. Amen. 
You don't do anything with the, as a doer of the Word with what this Word says to do. Pretty soon, you, you, you can't do anything with the Word because you've got to back way up and find out where you missed it. And I'll tell you where you missed it. You stopped oh. doing something with what was given oh, to you. Mm-hmm. You let a revelation slip. Not usually 20 revelations, just one. Just one. Amen. We could start around here. We'd just come to church. Hear the word. And realize. Now now listen. Check yourself to see if you be in this faith. Because I just read to you and preached to you this faith. Hmm? When this boy opens up this word. And when I, when, when I pray over you. I know God's going to speak a miracle word. Because no other word will do. But if you're not here to hear it, it's still going to be put out there. But you're going to do without it, not me. Amen. Amen. Now, you know, is that does that bother the Lord? Yeah, it bothers me. You know. Uh, but it also, I'm going to be willing to let... I have to learn the lessons and you have to learn the lessons. Choices make con- bring consequences. Amen. And we need to learn the lessons. You know, there's stuff out there. You know, I could I could say his name, Mike Murdoch. Yes. Million dollar lessons. Million dollar lessons. Million dollar lessons. That's a wonderful way to look at it. Now, is it available? Do you have any of it? Stuff in here worth more than a million. Amen. Is it available? Yes. Or do you have any of it? I'm going to tell you what now. Fresh bread from heaven goes stale quick, even from heaven. It's the word, it's the steady stream. You know, uh, you have to keep planting. Black-eyed peas, yeah. black-eyed pea seed, mm-hmm. in order to keep eating That's right. black-eyed yeah. peas. Amen. Yeah. And if you ever stop seeing it as seed and dealing with the Word as that, the Word stops working for you the minute you stop working with it. Now, if you had, if what you have heard were enough, you'd already be there, wouldn't you? Are you there? Are we there? Well, I guess we decide that individually, don't we? Amen. This is one of those. Uh, this is one of those kind of training sessions where you thought you were done, and the coach says, "I want four more laps." And then you start to complain, and he says, and I also want 50 push-ups. And you whine and cry, and he says, and go ahead and give me 100 sit-ups. And then the next time you go. There is a, there's a thing. 
that God is doing. There's a thing. Uh, to whom much is given, much is required. Just a few of Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.